Oh, baby, it is draft day. Thursday, April 29th. We are recording this, you know, full disclaimer, April 28th, so Wednesday night. So if any breaking news happens, you know, that's not our fault. But, of course, it's going to because it's draft day when you're listening to this. Joining me, great friend of mine, one of the people that I love to talk the NFL draft the most with. We've had heated discussions for (laughs) years now. He actually joined me, uh, as you see, repping all my Titans gear. He joined me 2019 draft in Nashville, Tennessee. We could do a whole podcast on just that whole trip alone. So I'm not going to get into details, but Aaron Crow, welcome to the show. Happy to have you on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to do this. You know, I love talking football, especially the draft. It's always the best time of the year for, you know, me being a Browns fan. (laughs) Yeah, this year's a little different, though. How's it feel? You know, first question, yeah. how's it feel picking in the 20s? It feels great. I mean, like, you know, especially with the offseason that they had, they don't – it doesn't feel like they are, like – they are really in a spot where they have to, like – they have a specific position they have to draft. They could honestly just pick the best available player and they'd be set, you know. And that's what's so nice is like, you know, we're not having to worry about, you know, what quarterback we're going to take. We yeah. just get to worry about, you know, who's going to be the best player at 26. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge change. It's it. I mean, it could be exciting. You know, I was kind of that way with being a Rams fan for a while. Then now a Titans mm-hmm. fan, all of a sudden it just switched. And all of a sudden it was like, it's like, oh, okay. Like, wait, wh- what are we doing? I'm like <laughs> seeing all these top 10 guys. I'm like, Ooh, I want him on my team. And then it took me a little bit to realize, like, wait a sec, like, we're, we're not going to get him. And, so that's, <laughs> and that's true. Like, the Browns are a very complete team. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, you know, adding Jadavion Clowney in the offseason, adding a few other pieces. Like, they, they have a few needs, like, quote-unquote needs that I think they could fill that they could improve on. But, yeah, oh, yeah there's, there's not, like, a glaring need for them where it's like, okay, if we don't get, like, this guy, like, we're – the season's garbage, like – they're they're good. And speaking of Cleveland, that's where the draft is this year. Oh yeah, I'm surprised you're not there. I'm bummed. You know, I I honestly didn't expect to be you know here here back in my hometown either. You know, so I, yeah. I also didn't expect them to actually have it in person. So yeah, you know, I didn't plan, I didn't plan too far ahead of, for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been crazy. It's especially to try to plan things all. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole time, but. Man, I got to say, last thing we'll do before we get into our mock draft, because we're very excited. That's why we're all here to do this joint mock draft. Uh, I, I, You know, as I'm kind of preparing, you know, looking through everything over, looking through my notes, all, you know, kind of rewatching some, you know, kind of quote unquote tape, whatever tape I, uh, <laughs> you know, a random 22 year old has access to, aka YouTube, um, <laughs> whatever kind of tape I have. No, just kind of rewatching it all. Of course, I had to have on in the background one of the best sports movies ever, at least of like the recent era, and that is Draft Day. You know, it is fantastic. Of course, another speaking of Cleveland, another reason why I'm glad to have you on. You know, and it, it was especially, you know, kind of it was tougher, but also like really nice to see again, just with you know Vontae Mack. You know, no matter what, like it, it was just. You know, it, it just hit different and just made it even more special. And, you know, like with Chadwick Boseman, you know, mm-hmm. playing just that great role. Because that was kind of before, you know, his Black Panther days before. He, he he was on the way up to, like, being big. 
but that was yeah. one of his first kind of main roles. And like, that was the first role that he had that like, I noticed him and I was like, okay, I like this guy. And yeah, just watching draft day, fantastic movie. Now I'm ready to mock. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all we had for years was that, you know, that dream scenario, like, Oh man, this could happen. And you know, whenever we found out, cause we found out it was going to be based on the Cleveland Browns uh, pretty early on. And we were really excited. You know, my whole family is pretty much a Cleveland fan. And so, you know, we were all ready and gearing up for it. And it turned out even, you know, better than we expected. And we walked out like, yeah, like this year's going to be our year. Like thinking like those players were actually on the team and this actually happened, you know. Sonny Weaver Junior. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. You know, I still watch it. I still watch it every now and then. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to watch it once a year. Every draft season, got to watch at least once. You know, it's funny because I think, if I'm not mistaken, after that, that's whenever they had that big – they did that big haul from Philadelphia uh, shortly after. I think it was, what, the 2017 draft that they did that. They traded down, and they got – they ended up with, like, David Njoku, Jabril Peppers. Oh, um, yes, yes, that was that someone year. Someone else. And they just traded – they just traded, like, a bunch of picks and got a bunch of picks in return. And, I, you know, with the Eagles trading Carson Wentz, that – it looks like the Browns pretty much won that trade now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. At the time, at the time, we were like, "Oh no, what are we doing?" And especially after you know Carson once was near MVP and took, you know, pretty much just slingshotted the Eagles to the Super Bowl. You know, it was all like, "Oh no, what did we just do?" And now we're kind of feeling a little bit better about that. But yeah, it was funny the timing. We're just sitting there watching the draft play out and like hearing all these trades, and we're like. This is literally the movie. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing all them, Yeah, I've ever seen so many memes on Twitter and stuff. It was like, okay, who hired Sonny? Like, <laughs> what, like just like what happened? Because there was so much. Like, just the fact the movie just came out and all that happened. That that was great as well. Yeah. All was- right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's do it. Let's get into the mock draft. Few rules that I made up. We have. So what we're doing is we are going to be alternating picks. So I got one because, you know, it's my my podcast, so I get to be number one. And then he'll be two, three, four, et cetera. And we, the fun part is we have no idea what our picks are. We each have our separate notes. We haven't even completed our official, like, our, like, individual mock drafts yet. We're both kind of working on ours still. So I have absolutely zero idea what we're going to do or how it's going to go. So that is very exciting. And just kind of the last thing is we're just doing no trades. I'm not a huge trade in a mock draft guy. We all know trades are going to happen. And probably as we're discussing these picks, we'll say that, you know, we could see some trades coming here from these teams. We'll kind of mention them, but, you know, we're we're, we're going to do a nice just straight up, you know, no trades. And uh, yeah, let's get the show on the road. So yeah, I'm going to turn on my – post notifications for for Scheffner real quick oh yeah yeah let's get the notification because <laughs> if you want to check out our breaking news so if something breaks which yeah it's nine o'clock so there's there's plenty of time for something to break uh but yeah, I, right. can, I guarantee you almost no GM is sleeping tonight oh not at all like literally the <laughs> opening scene, scene of draft day the Seahawks GM is early sleeping on the couch like in like the like yeah. facility like that's 100 what it's gonna be no one's leaving everyone's doing everything oh yeah absolutely uh, so all right with the first pick 
in the 2021 NFL draft. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock and it, boy, this is a tough one. This is, <laughs> you know, like I, I really have no idea me as a kind of a Clemson fan as well. This is a very tough one. I'm already penciling it in. We have quarterback Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Obvious pick. Like, shocker. yeah, you know, talk, we talk about betting a lot on the show and we'll probably touch on a few, you know, kind of some odds some plays I might like, but I'm not going to place any until right before the draft. But there, uh, a guy from Odd Shark who I follow on Twitter, he's hilarious. He posted, he was like lock of the century and he bet $1,000 on Trevor Lawrence to be the number one overall pick to win $1. So <laughs> yeah, if that's not a lock, I don't know what is. Although he just took a screenshot, he didn't actually go through with it. So I don't think he did, but all in all, like that's, he's the slam dunk pick. Me as a Titans fan, you know, don't love it. Not at all. Because as a Titans fan and a Clemson fan, I'm very upset that, uh, you know, first off Deshaun Watson going to the AFC South. And now who, we're not even going to get into that situation because who yeah. knows what's going on now. But at the time, Deshaun Watson going to the Texans hated that. I remember watching that draft because they traded with the Browns at 12. And I was mm-hmm. so excited because I was like, okay, he's going to Cleveland. I, I like Cleveland. Like, I could root for him. And then all of a sudden I saw a trade and I saw the Texans and I was pissed. Fury, like, filled me. And it was unbelievable. So then hey, I was I was all right with that trade, especially the year after. Or what? Yeah, I was gonna say, what'd you guys get for that pick? I don't remember because I was just so. We ended up getting. We ended up getting uh, fourth overall, Uh, and that's whenever we. I think that's what we got uh, Denzel Ward with, if I'm not mistaken, because he tore his ACL like partway through the season, and they only ended up winning like three games. So the Browns, I believe it was in the 2018 draft, they ended up with the first and the fourth overall pick. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I was gonna say that sounds right because yeah. And I so oh, anyway, I remember that being upset. And then this year, you know, Jets are rolling with the first round pick, like the first overall pick the entire time. And all of a sudden, Jaguars clinch it, and I get pissed again. I'm like, why are all these Jet like Clemson quarterbacks, all these Clemson players going to AFC South teams? Like, what is this? I want to root for these guys in the league, but I can't now. But no matter what, I'm not going to let that bias. I've shown my bias many a times on this podcast. And you, you might see it some again later in the draft. Who knows? <laughs> but right now, Trevor Lawrence, slam dunk, number one. E- easy hey, money. Here's my thing with that pick. I don't know. I want to see I want to see the Jaguars do a little bit more. I mean, right now with who they've got on their team, it does not matter who you put in at quarterback. They don't have the pieces around them to be successful, like like Joe Burrow with the Bengals. You know, they have they have a serviceable quarterback in Gardner Minshew. You know, coming off an injury, hopefully he can get better and get back to his, you know, full full self. But they don't have the weapons for him. I mean, Lavisca Chenault isn't going to be terrible. You know, and um, who's that other guy? Is it is that- they just got Marvin Jones? They have DJ Chark, so that yeah, they DJ have some Chark, decent yeah, guys. So- on the offense, but they're, I, I agree with you to an extent. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm very much a fan of, you know, like building a team. And then once you find your quarterback, like you're good, like building, you saw it with wash, like the Washington football team, their team is unbelievable. They just don't have a quarterback yet. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I'm a, a proponent of that, 
But I mean, Trevor Lawrence, that's he doesn't Trevor Lawrence's don't show up in every draft. You can find good quality running backs, wide receivers. And I think they have a decent enough skill, like on the offensive side, decent enough core. Their defense is just atrocious. So that I mean, they have a ton of holes to fill, but they have the number one pick. They have the 25 as well. Like the the they got to start somewhere. I'm sorry. They do have the 25. When did they? Oh, they. Yeah, when did they the, trade into that? They've had the 25 pick for a minute. I thought I thought that was even before the draft process. Where in the world have I been? I ne- I had no clue that they got into the 25th. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I, I'd have to look up. I don't even remember because it's been a while. But uh, I'm they've had that for a while. Let's see if I can see on one of these mocks if I pull Jeez, up I'm- if they say like where from uh it's not going to show on these yeah so all in all they have the 25th pick as well (laughs) (laughs) where where they can get another guy so trevor lawrence slam dunk pick number one enough said (laughs) they all agree with that yeah i mean yeah it's it's insane to think they're not gonna go they're not gonna go with trevor lawrence Yeah, even though I was hoping with Urban Meyer they were going to go Justin Fields. Now, so. I know that was a big rumor for a while there. Yeah. That's why I still think Justin Fields is the best is the best quarterback in the class. But I, I think he's two. I th- I think he's still behind Lawrence. Yeah, that's that's fair. But um, yeah, so I got so I got the Jets going. Yes, you know, sir. number two, and I mean they're going to go Zach Wilson. That's another one. I just don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to go anything else. No. You know, that might be a spot where Justin Fields can slide in, but even then, I, I don't know. They just seem to be too in love with Zach Wilson not to go with him. Yeah, he looks he looks like a New York kid. You know, he's oh, got yeah. that hair. He's got kind of that attitude about him. You know, he's who knows? Yorker. He he could he could be the next Broadway Joe for all I know. Yeah, there there's something that. You know, my full opinion, as you you know, I do some Utah stuff. So, you know, the whole Utah-BYU rivalry is <laughs> it, it's legit. It's it's a lot of fun to kind of be a part of. And, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not huge on Zach Wilson, but the Jets, if we were doing the mock and you started, I, I did the exact same thing. Like, they're all about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, we'll see. We'll see if the Jets have to pick a first-round quarterback in the next few years again. You know, yeah. we, we don't know. So. He's, a, he's he's that kid that's kind of got that little swagger about him that I that I like, you know. That's one of the reasons why I really liked Baker, you know, coming out of Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. He kind of had I, that edge to him. He I remember we talked that. about that a lot. because He kind of had that little swagger about him, you know. And that's what I kind of see with Zach Wilson. Now, I mean, I think, I think Baker had the better skill set coming in, and I think, you know, he was the better prospect overall. But I think – you know, that confidence can carry a lot, and especially to a team and a young team and a building team, you know, that confidence can really can really build up a team, you know, to make it something. And hopefully he can do that with New York. Yeah, absolutely. I remember you and me, we were like the only guys like that would ever say like, I think Baker will go number one. And like, there were some of the, it's like, oh, it's just a smoke screen. I was like, no, like I actually <laughs> think it. And like, I remember you and me were the only two guys that were on that train. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I really did not like Baker. I did not because I'm I'm an Ohio State fan. You know, so he planted that flag, and I really didn't like him. But after that Kansas game, you know, and the talk that he kind of gave, and that he, you know, his apology that he made, he seemed like he was really sincere. You know, and it wasn't just like one of those things that was like force fed. Like he, you know, actually kind of, you know, seemed like he meant something, even though you know, 
is all kind of yeah. I thought it was all kind of you know just a little silly how they all kind of portrayed that. Uh, but you know he showed a lot of leadership and a lot of character. And then after that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want Baker number one. I'm like, you can't tell me I don't want I don't want any other quarterback at one uh, that's not named Baker Mayfield. And from there on out, I was sold on him, and I'm so happy that you know I believed in him because yeah, you know it, at a it's place, working out. Yeah, at a place where. Never thought I'd be a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah. I know one last thing I'll say about Zach Wilson. I think another reason why he's, you know, kind of up so, like, much. I feel like if this was a few years ago, he probably wouldn't be, like, the number two guy just because we've really seen a wave of quarterbacks now. Like, Patrick Mahomes, crazy arm, like, throws, mechanics, like, just big play, like, kind of crazy arm strength, crazy arm. And then last year we saw Justin Herbert. He's out there slinging it and just making these crazy throws all across, like all across the field, all across his body. And Zach Wilson kind of has some of that. And you saw that during his pro day. So I think that kind of excitement that kind of comes with like his like arm talent, like that, that propelled him up as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number three, (laughs) the San Francisco 49ers. The big one. This is where the draft starts. This is where the, some people are saying the draft starts at four. Nope. I'm saying draft starts at three. It's, three. it's definitely at three. It, it starts at three. And up until, honestly, I was going to say up until a few minutes before this show, but you know what? No, up until like right now, I have been going back and forth on who <laughs> I'm going to take. Is it who I like think truly they're going to take? Or is it who I think they should take that like they could take as well? Because mm-hmm. they're obviously they're between Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Uh, from kind of what I've heard, it's a lot of the you know the personnel scouting department. They want Trey Lance, and I've heard Coach Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones. So that's kind of tough because Kyle Shanahan kind of scares me right now. After <laughs> the quote he put out there in his press conference a couple days ago. When he says, and I quote, I can't guarantee that anyone, anybody in the world will be alive Sunday. So I don't know what he's done, what negotiations he's made with the year 2021. I know we're out of 2020, but like, I, I'm, I'm terrified now to go against him. So <laughs> I've been back and forth. And you know what? Kyle Shanahan, he's going to be a great coach wherever it is. I think it's more and more likely that uh Jimmy Garoppolo is not on the roster come week one and because of that I'm gonna take the more quote-unquote pro ready if you want and I'm not gonna go against Kyle Shanahan so I'm gonna say it even though it's not what I think they should do and I'll probably put a little money on uh Trey Lance to go here just because I think it should happen and maybe I can get some plus odds somewhere but I'm going Mac Jones number three even though I hate to do it because that's that's not what I think. That's crazy. I can't. Yeah, that's that's something that's beyond me. You know, that's you know, like I said, I'm an Ohio State guy. You know, I think you know Justin Fields is Justin yeah. Fields. The, the the fact he can't even yeah the fact Fields isn't even in that is a whole nother story of its own. It like, does it does not make sense to me. It really doesn't. No, because remember, like right after the like college football season ended. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. everyone else. You know, yeah. like it was kind of like it. I'd say it was still one two, but it was very close to kind of a one a one b with Lawrence and Fields. 
Like, and, especially, and especially after, you know, he he diced up Clemson's defense. Yeah. And the, like, it's like, okay, like he should be number one, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's just, he's just dropping. And I mean, you know, Chris Sims mocked him at 32, which I think he just did for attention. Oh, he a hundred percent did it. But yeah, that's just like, I don't know. I don't feel like that's out of the realm of possibility either for some reason, because I don't, I don't know. I just don't get it. I hope it's all just kind of like teams are just kind of playing their cards close to their chest, you know, and they actually really want him. And, you know, he's a lot of teams favorite guy, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like I said, I don't like it, but that's why I'm going to, that's where I'm going. So it's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Like I said, I was even back and forth when I was kind of rambling on about my little, like <laughs> what I was going to do with the pick. I was still back and forth. Cause I, every part of me wants to do trade lands, but I'm just going to, you know, try to be as respectable as I can as a quote unquote. No, I'm not even going to say journalist because no, even though. Yeah, no, no. So Mac Jones, Aaron, you got number four with the Falcons. What are you thinking? I think the Falcons are going to go Kyle Pitts. I just, I mean, I just see that happen and that's, you know, they're not, they're not in a desperate need for a quarterback. So, you know, I think they have the, you know, Matt Ryan is, he's a couple of years removed from his MVP season, you know, and he's, he's, he's not the, he's not the quarterback that he was that season, but I still think he can be really well. And especially with the weapons and if they keep Julio Jones and adding on a tight end, like Kyle Pitts, you know, I think you could see him kind of go back to that form of that MVP season, you know? And so I think that's, I think that's the best pick there for them. I think that's a no brainer for them especially with losing Austin Hooper, you know, to the Browns last year and lose and losing, you know, they're that big target, you know, they need someone that can do that. And he's, I mean, that dude's just good. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. 100%. That's why I would have gone as well. Like it, it's Kyle Pitts here for a few reasons, just because, you know, like the quarterback situation, like I think if Trey Lance is there, it's very tempting where I'm thinking they're going like all Kyle Pitts, but Trey Lance is there. They think for a sec, like, wait, maybe mm-hmm. no, no, we go Kyle Pitts because yeah. he's, he's just a difference maker. And yeah, you throw him in that offense with Arthur Smith coming, Arthur Smith's going to call the plays. He is coming, like coming from Tennessee. He's a great, great, you know, offensive coordinator, great at calling plays. Uh, players love him. And he's very good at kind of adapting to what he has. And another kind of little sprinkle that I think would be fun, and I'm going to mention it because, you know, I'm wearing my Titans jersey. So Kyle Pitts is another great option because, you know, there's the Julio trade rumors now. So if they're planning on doing that, they need more than just Calvin Ridley, even though Ridley's a stud. Yeah. So Kyle Pitts just kind of gives that insurance. And then say if, you know, Julio Jones goes to Tennessee, you know, <laughs> like that they'll, they'll still be fine. But then they also play in the NFC South. They have – Every single team has a high-powered offense. The Bucks, the Saints, even the Panthers' offense is pretty good. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to yeah. kind of see what they do with Darnold because I actually like Darnold there. So they need they need to score points, and Kyle Pitts will 100, 110% get them there. They'll find their quarterback later because they – and it really gives, like – it gives Matt Ryan the confidence that's like, okay, I'm still their guy. I'm still the guy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah I, I like him. You know, he's just he, – he's kind of – he's not the he's not the biggest tight end in the world. But, I mean, he's almost going to be 
one that kind of sets up almost that kind of tight end wide receiver hybrid just even more, yeah, you know, to where they're not just becoming over. blocking tight ends. They're over. becoming receiving tight ends. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I think that's a slam. Oops, I almost said a slam run. A slam. A slam dunk. A slam a jam, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, I like it. Where Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts. Now, number five with the Bengals. There's a couple names here, but to me. This is a big one. Yeah, to me, it's a little easier. I'm not like 100% like this is what's going to happen, but to me, this is what the pick is. I know Jamar Chase, you know, him with Joe Burrow, the connection is there. That's what makes it a little bit more difficult to me, but I think it's got to be Penny Sewell. It has to be 100% for me. I mentioned it last Mm -hmm. week. You got to protect your guy. Like, I know Burrow's got the connection, but I also think you get a potential, you know, Pro Bowl year one guy at left tackle who is going to sure up your line who's that's still not very good heading into draft day and there are just so many more wide receivers that you could get early second round that you know there's going to be a couple guys here that are going to follow the first round that are you know very good wide receivers and I like the Bengals receiving core yes they need more weapons but I like their core I like Tyler Boyd I love T Higgins mm-hmm. like they, they have enough there to kind of you know be serviceable to at least move the ball because Joe Burrow looked outstanding last year, mm-hmm. especially him coming off injury as Penny Sewell. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know why it's even much of a question in general. I mean, they've got to protect him. I mean, you saw definitely, you know, with the with the uh, that scar the photo shoot that they had. Yeah, that scar. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know that they have got to, they have got to shore up that offensive line and get that taken care of immediately. You know, you can't have a successful quarterback without a successful offensive line. I mean, look at the Browns the last couple of years. You know, they Baker Baker struggled last season, and he was getting no time – not this past season, but the season before. Mm-hmm. But he was getting no time in the pocket. You know, he was always scrambling, running around, trying to, you know, just having to get away from the pressure – and he, he struggled because of it. And this year they really shored up that offensive line and they were able to, you know, get everyone set with, you know, Jedrick Wills at left and then Batonio at guard, JC Treader at center, Wyatt Teller, who Wyatt, fan doesn't get Wyatt talked Teller. about enough. And then you got, then uh, they got Conklin. Sorry. They got Conklin at right. Tackle. It happens. We, we have had Dennis Kelly. No, I, I, I still – I was okay with it just because we still had Dennis Kelly. But, yeah, Conklin that, – that offensive line was fantastic. I yeah. remember having reservations about the Browns, even though they just got Odell. Like, they had a bunch of – I was like – I was kind of looking at that line. I was like, you know, they'll, they'll be better. But I was like, I don't feel – then this year, it was like, oh, it's still going to be the same old Browns. I was like, well, they, they got their line mm-hmm. now. So, I'm like, they're going to be better. I did not predict the season they would have. But I'm like, they're, they could be a playoff team. Wyatt, Wyatt Teller came through big time, you know, especially, oh, yeah. you know, the little experience that he had had, you know. And, I mean, he was even competing with, you know, Drew Forbes last year to even, you know, potentially see starting time. Now, Drew he Forbes knows. opted out, so he didn't get to see, you know, any comp- any real competition at right guard. But, I mean, he just, he just played lights out all season long, uh, you know, aside for, you know, the few games he was gone due to an injury. But he played – he just played so well. And I mean, that's that's what the the Bengals just got to get that offensive line fixed. You know, you're not going to have a successful team at all without an offensive line. Burrow, I was going to say every year he was as successful as he could have been. 
he played as lights out as he could have, and they were still losing like pretty much every game just because mm-hmm. he had no time. The fact that he actually stood in there and made the kind of throws that he did and how the poise he still had, that that shows everything you need to know. And that's why you picked him number one overall last year. So, yeah, Penny Sewell, number mm-hmm. five. And it, this is kind of shaping out how I think it's going to go, not necessarily how I think it should go, for the most part how it <laughs> should go. But this is pretty much how I'm thinking it's going to go with our top five. Aaron, you got number six of the Dolphins. What are you thinking? I think they're going to go Jamar Chase. They need some more weapons for, you know, if they, if they truly want to buy into Tua, which I think they should because, I mean, that was a mess last year how they treated it. Was. It was just it, – it was sad to see. You know, you can't – a rookie quarterback, you just can't put him in and just be like, oh, yeah, now we're going to pull you. But then you'll play the next game. Oh, we're coming down to in crutch time, huh? We'll pull you, but we may play you next week. Dolphins. Like, it's like – you just Dolphins can't do that. Make the playoffs if they start Ryan Fitzpatrick all sixteen games. Dolphins, yeah, even the that. Yeah, they make the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, that was insane. And yeah, they, I, sorry, they ruined a lot. They, no, you're good. They ruined a lot of confidence for him, and so I'm hoping that they'll kind of like you know show like AK, we're you know we're bought into you. Here's you know Jamar Chase, go crazy, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> That's that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping that they do because they desperately need. I mean, Devonte is Devon. Did Devonte Parker leave the team or is he still with them? Devonte Parker, I believe, is still with them. Okay, I couldn't remember if he got traded. Yeah, or they have him. They have Will Fuller, and then you get Jamar Chase. That's a that's a solid trio. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what they need to do. And they're solid on defense. Oh, their defense is outstanding, and Brian Flores is an insane coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw that a couple years ago when it was like rumors, oh, this is like the worst team in NFL history. And then they go out and win five games and are competitive mm-hmm. and even more. So he's a hell of a coach. And it's so, yeah, I think that's the pick as well. I kind of said with the first five, that's how I think it's going to go. I think it's that way with this pick as well. The top six, that's, I think that's kind of how it's going to go. The only like potential difference could be, uh, you know, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, whatever. Um, but I don't think there's a whole lot of like trade interest here. Like these top six, I think all those teams are staying put. There's still su- like slight rumors that the Falcons could still trade back. I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to stay yeah. put, get Kyle Pitts. And now we got the lions number seven. This is where I could see them going a few different ways. This is a little tough, but I think I, this might be a little bit of a surprise. I'm not sure. I'm curious to hear your uh, thoughts on this. But I'm going to the Detroit Lions, number seven overall pick. I'm going Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Mm. It's a little yeah, different. That's... But, I mean, they could 100% go wide receiver here. You know, there's a lot of mocks. I have Devontae Smith here, which I could 100% see happening. And, you know, I thought about it. But I'm going to go Micah Parsons here just because, you know, with Dan Campbell, you're not going to bite kneecaps off with, a six foot 166 wide receiver. You need to build that defense. The lions know they're in a rebuild. So Mm -hmm. they're going to go get the best, like kind of defensive player available. They're going to go get Micah Parsons who, if he didn't sit out last year, he'd be a top three pick depending on quarterbacks, of course, but he's, you know, I think he's going there seven for sure. Top five pick. He should be. And he's Michael part. Like I can't say enough about how good of a player he is. He's so fun to watch, and I think he can be a tone center 
for the Lions who can sneakily have a decent defense. And they know they're in a rebuild. They have Jared Goff. They have DeAndre Swift. Wide receivers aren't much. They have Brashad Perriman, uh, Quintess Cephas, Adam Humphreys, a bunch of guys. That's, it's not much. So 100% could go wide receiver here. But I think with Dan Campbell, what he his personality, he's going to want to go get a you know top five NFL talent in Micah Parsons. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I, I think I don't know. I don't think they trade for a quarterback and then not give him like any weapons at all besides DeAndre Swift. So I, I, I see them going wide receiver here. But I mean, I could definitely. I mean, they've just got they've got a lot of holes that they need to that they need to fill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I could definitely see. I mean, Parsons is by far the, the the best defensive player you know in the draft, and I could definitely see them going that, but. I don't know. I think, I think if they, you know, they make that big trade for a quarterback, they're going to need to get him some weapons and, you know, they can do it later on in the draft, but you know, like someone like De- Devonte Smith, who is in my opinion, the best, the best wide receiver prospect. I like, I like him more than chase. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I just see them going a wide receiver there, but yeah, that, yeah it's, not, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for them going uh, Parsons. For yeah, sure. I like it, you know, kind of first little switch about the draft and also, you know, they have TJ Hawkinson, which they love. And, you know, Dan Campbell, former tight ends coach, just force feed him, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh, so, yeah, we got Michael Parsons. I, I like that pick. I like him in Detroit. Um, yeah, that, that's about it for him. So, Aaron, you got number eight. This could go a few different ways, I think. Yeah, this is this is where you definitely messed me up. Um, <laughs> picking at three. I get the wrong pin out. But, yeah. Um, I actually had them taking Trey Lance, but with Justin Fields still on the board, I don't think they pass up on Justin Fields. Justin Fields, you know, I'm hoping Sam Darnold will really thrive in Carolina, but at the same time, I'm not holding my breath for it. And I don't think they are either. You know, I think that they are willing to take the chance on a rookie quarterback at eight, especially someone with the talent of Justin Fields. I think he's too good there not to pass up and he's too intriguing, you know, like you said, they have a great offense, and I think any team that trades for a quarterback, you know, they're going to immediately be looking to – they should immediately be looking to, you know, help revitalize that offense. Um, but they've got so set there, you know, that I could see them going a quarterback here, and then they can, you know, shore up, shore up the defense, you know, any amount that they might need to later on in the draft. But I think, I think Justin Fields being there at eight is just too enticing for them not to take it. Yeah, that's interesting because by that pick, I'm sure they're not thinking that they have an option even. They might think they might have either Trey Lance or Justin Fields, not both, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's very interesting there because they could also go a few other positions as well because they did just get Darnold. But yeah, and this is also kind of a trade up situation as well where a lot of teams, they'll be calling if Fields and Lance go past seven. So, you <laughs> know, there's, there's a lot there, but. You know, I, I mean, I'm here for it. Justin Fields is there. Uh, makes my next pick kind of interesting because I, I would kind of – I had a few names in mind, but I wasn't quite sure where to go with the Broncos up next just because, you know, by that time it was like, I don't know what the Panthers are going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we will uh, we'll kind of jump into that, and we can kind of keep talking about Fields because this next guy, I'm going Trey Lance to Denver. They just traded for Teddy Bridgewater today, but they're still looking for – uh, quarterback, and if they can get Trey Lance, a guy who doesn't necessarily have to start now, uh, like year one, uh, 
because they have Teddy Bridgewater. Because the Broncos actually have a very good team, have a lot of weapons, got Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Their defense is very good when they're healthy. Like, they actually have a surprisingly good team. They just have Drew Locke. So, yeah. I don't know. Say what you want about Drew Locke. I think, I think he's got the shot to kind of pick it back up this season. I think, you know, knowing him – I think he has a chance to really turn things around for himself. I think he's one of those guys that can, you know, a lot with you saw with kind of Baker's kind of his sophomore season kind of slump, but then the turnaround this year, I think you might be able to see kind of the same thing with Drew Locke, but I could definitely see them taking a quarterback there, um, you know, just to maybe bring in someone young, maybe like, you know, Drew Locke's Drew Lock like the fire underneath him just a little bit and get him going even more. And then especially training for Teddy B, you know, that's a, that's not a bad mentor to have right there, you know. Not at all. Uh, I love Teddy Bridgewater and always will, especially for, you know, what he went through with the Vikings, you know, and that injury that he had. But, you know, that's not going to – he's not going to be a bad mentor quarterback if you want to go that route too, you know. And maybe Drew Locke isn't the answer, but maybe Trey Lance is. Yeah, I I think he is. I'm not big on – I'm not big on Drew Locke. I'm kind of – I have – he has enough weapons. He's had enough. I just think, I mean, even his great games, like they're, he'll have maybe like four touchdowns, but he'll still only pass for like 200 yards. Like yeah. I, it's just, you know, I haven't seen enough from him to really do much. And I, I think the Broncos are kind of that way too. Cause with the team that they have around them, like it's hard because I know they had a lot of injuries last year. Like if they, it's tough to say like a window for a team that's drafting the top 10, but like, they kind of somewhat have a decent window to at yeah. least, you know, be competitive and, you know, maybe make playoffs. It's tough with the Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders in your division, but, you know, like they they can do it. They just need a good quarterback, and Trey Lance can do it, especially if he doesn't have to start right away, which is another reason why I like him in San Francisco because mm-hmm. if they keep Jimmy G, he doesn't have to start right away. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's great with quarterbacks. Why would you go with a guy like Mac Jones? where you could have a guy with the upside of a Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Like, I, I don't get it, but still, I'm I'm locked in with my picket at three with Mac Jones. But yeah, so Trey Lance to the Broncos, number nine. You got the number 10 pick, sir. Yeah, well, I I had them taking an offensive tackle here, but I just remembered the, that Sean Lee just retired, like, yesterday. So, I'm I, – I, I think they I think they need another linebacker. You know, LVE is a great linebacker, but I think I think they need another one, and especially someone that you know he can mentor and you know they can because Sean Lee. Sean Lee is going to be a big hole because that dude is that dude's one of the, you know, one of the best in the league, and he's one of the smartest you know linebackers in the league. So I think they go uh, Jeremiah Jeremiah. Ouso, and I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name. I can't. Yeah. I, wow. I can't say that, but yeah, I I could see him going there. I think that they need a linebacker to replace Sean Lee. You know, they could go offensive tackle here too, um, but they. I mean, I I just I just see linebacker right now as their biggest need, and I think he's the best one. I think he's you know the second best one in the draft. You know, behind behind Parsons. I agree with you. That is the second best behind Parsons. I had him going later in the draft, still like in the early teens. Uh, I I think the Cowboys, they have a ton of needs on defense. I think they'll, they might go corner here. That's kind of what yeah. I'm thinking because 
get someone alongside Trevon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so man, I I was already struggling with this Giants pick because I already had a couple <laughs> people. Now there's a lot of guys that have fallen. This is like Dave Gettleman. He might actually trade back if this happens to him because I mean, there's off the top of my head, you got uh, Rashawn Slater at tackle, which will help the Giants tremendously. You could get Devontae Smith, you know, give Daniel Jones even more help. You can go a cornerback, which they could use slightly, but I I don't think I'm going to go corner there. So I'm between those two, and I'm, you know, I'm going to do it. You know, it's Devontae Smith. Like, don't overthink it. You get the best potential, like, and he doesn't necessarily have to come in and be the guy. You know, Mm -hmm. if he goes to uh, the Dolphins, or not necessarily the Dolphins, if he goes to, you know, the Lions, he's like, he's it. You know, he is the guy. And goes to the Giants, they have Kane Galladay, they have Saquon, they have a bunch of weapons. I mean, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton are also nice, too. Get Daniel Jones a bunch of help. I love Daniel Jones coming into this year. He's a guy that I actually, like, love. So he's get him another weapon, make this Giants offense great because their defense was outstanding last year. Yeah, their defense, oh. especially with, you know, Leonard Williams coming in and having the, oh, yeah. the best year of his life. That definitely helped him out quite a lot. So, yeah, we got Devontae Smith going to 11. That was, that was interesting. I was not – I was kind of thinking – another Alabama wide receiver there, but Devontae Smith's there. And yeah, so on, on to number 12, we'll, we'll try to kind of, I feel like it'll go a little bit quicker once we get towards kind of the end of the draft, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of start speeding through these a little bit. <laughs> you know what? We're at the top 11, you know, we're, we're, we're getting some good conversations in. So uh, Eagles to you, they have a lot of holes. Yeah. This is a, this is a tough one. Um, I have in my mock them going someone else, but with the dudes we still with the guys we still have on the board, I think they're gonna go uh Jalen Waddle. Is that how I pronounce his last name? Yep. I like Waddle. Okay. Jalen Waddle. I like that pick a lot. I, I think he's if he's there if he's there at twelve, I think that's a home run. Yeah, that that's who I thought they were gonna take. The Giants were gonna take at eleven. I was like, okay, we'll get them Jalen Waddle. But then all of a sudden it's like Slater dropped, Devontae Smith dropped. It's like <laughs> Yeah, gotta go Devontae Smith. But yeah, Jim Waddle, I think that's a slam dunk home run pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles have a ton of needs, but you you gotta get more weapons. You have Jalen Rager, like that's it. And yeah. you have Jalen Hurst that you're not even committed to yet. That's I, I don't know what it was. That these teams just did not like their rookie quarterbacks last year. Yeah. That's I the way they the way they treated him and the way that the Dolphins treated you know, too. I just couldn't. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts came out and played great his first game. They beat the Saints, but yeah, you know, it's it's something. Then new coach comes in and it's like, yeah, we we have an open QB battle with Jalen Hurts and and who? Like <laughs> Jalen Hurts and who? Who's the QB battle between Nate Sudfeld? <laughs> I'm still pissed at Doug Peterson for the whole against the Giants because I had a future on the Giants to win the division. And so I need the Eagles to win. And no, oh, we're, we're going to test out Nate Sudfeld. Let's see what he's got. What was even the point of that? What was going through yeah. his head? And he's like, like yeah, you know what? Sense. This sounds like a good move to me. And then three, three, four straight three. And now it's like, yeah, let, let's keep this going. You know, I want to see what we have in this guy. I'm like, and the fact that it was still like, it wasn't like it was a blowout. Like it's literally like a one possession game, two possession game. Like go, 
go put hurts it like see what you can do win me money that's all i care about yeah between oh. yeah between that and um oh what was i forgot what, oh that and um and uh you know greg williams with his you know all out zero blitz like these coaches need to be like investigated. Like something's that, that's, going when, on. that's when I was like, I will put a like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the Jets get the number one pick because I was like, there's no way you do that multiple times in a hail mary situation. Like there's no unless you truly want that first overall pick, and then they go out and win like the next week or the week after that. Like what? I, I really, I really couldn't believe it. Yeah. No. Me and some of my friends, we have a communal blacklist that we have, like, teams you don't bet on just because they've done you dirty so much. I don't even have a team. Literally, it says my name. And it just says Doug Peterson under it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't care. I don't think he signed anywhere yet. But if he does, I'm never betting on that team this football season. I don't care if he goes to the Titans. I'm never betting on the Titans. Like, and please don't come to Tennessee. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Yeah, that was – yeah, I don't – yeah. Oh, I hate him. And then the two-point conversion against the Seahawks that to, like, backdoor cover the spread, he did me dirty multiple times, never – Doug Pearson blacklisted, <laughs> dead to me. All right. Man, so we got the Chargers now. few picks. Man, there's one guy that's dropping that I'm like – I got to kind of – think now where he could go but oh, i think i think i think i know who you're talking about and i think i'm about to take him right here all right well I'm not... with 13 i have the chargers and they i know i just want to make sure i get his name pronounced correctly oh, that's right you got yeah you get them yeah edge. we got this uh quitty pay you know edge rusher for uh michigan it's kind of a light edge rusher class which is interesting but the uh, the Chargers have a really good team, good offense, pretty good defense. They just all got hurt last year. So just adding another edge to go opposite uh, Joey Bosa and at 13 not having to move and getting the top edge rusher in the class, even if it's you know not the deepest edge rusher class or not the most dynamic. Like that, that's a win for them, and that's exciting. So I'm going Quiddy Pay. He he's he's kind of fun to watch if you watch some of his Michigan tape. Yeah, that's one that yeah, that's one that I didn't see uh, that I didn't see coming. Um, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were gonna go someone else there, but no, that's all right. Yep. All right, fourteen Vikings. It's all you. Oh, uh, this is this is a tough one. This is originally where I had Parsons going. Uh huh. Oh no, this this is tough. You know, I, I I I wanted to go cornerback here, but they got Pat Pete, which is a good veteran. They could use someone There's- young. Dude, there's so many guys dropping right now. This is why I love doing joint mock drafts. There's always like one or two guys that just drop. <laughs> and there's like three, four guys that I think is just like BPA at this point. Like you just got to take them. Yeah, I I don't know. They, they got Pat Pete. But I don't know. I don't know how you pass on Patrick Sertain right here at 14. Yep. yep. I know. I, I just don't see him. You letting him go too much further. No, I think he'll. I have him going 10 to the Cowboys. Like he's, he's dynamic. He's great. You know, top, top quarter in the draft. Like even yeah. though he's got the Vikings biggest need, like that's, that's a great pick. That's what I'm saying. BPA, like you're taking best player available when these guys start dropping. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's why I love these joint mock drafts, man. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. Great pick there, but not necessarily a need, but Hey, like you're going to go get your guy. And, and you know, with bringing someone in like Pat Pete too, like he's way past his prime, but you can bring young guy in there. And then there, there's, you know, someone to mentor and there's, you know, I don't know about you. If I, I'd love to be, you know, if I was a cornerback, I'd love to be mentored by Pat Pete, you know, that'd be, that'd be, a, that'd be a dream come true. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. That's golden. I, I completely forgot that they even got him, honestly. So that, yeah, it's, yeah that gosh, it shocks me. You left Arizona, you know? Yeah. You're going to have great cornerbacks for years on years to go with that. And you're going to need great corners in that division, mm-hmm. you know, going up against a Rob going up against Aaron Rodgers. you know, a Robin, a Rod, you know, you got to <laughs> go up against those two. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I like that pick. Not necessarily, probably won't see him in a bunch of mocks. We might be kind of on our own there, but I like that. You know, he's, if he's available at 14, you go get him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So now Thank I you. have the Patriots at 15. And this is where I was going to go Jeremiah, Owusu, Karamoa. Yeah. But man, now I'm, now I'm thinking. <laughs> Because we got, I don't even, I can't even think of their depth off, like off the top of my head. But I think I might just have to go with, man, this is <laughs> tough, dude. Like, I had like a few names, but I'm like, now there's, there's a few guys. I'm, I'm like looking through some of like my, some, some of my position rankings just to see, kind of who, who they could take. Ooh, that, that might be a guy. Man, this is tough. This is tough. I think because I think the Patriots, I could definitely see them trading up for a quarterback yeah, uh, into the top 10. But if they stay at 15, and a lot of mocks, I see Justin Fields going to the Patriots at 15 without them even having to move up. I don't think that'll happen. I think if they want Justin Fields, they're going to have to go get him. But well, this, I, Yeah, this is where I got Mac Jones going is here at 15. Here at 15. That'd be good for them as well, you know, getting uh, – if he drops, which I think he should. I don't, If he doesn't go three, I don't think he goes in the top 14. You know, he could go 15. He could go 19 to Washington. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to do it. This isn't necessarily kind of – this isn't like the sexy, normal pick, and this isn't one of the guys that have fallen. But I think – I still think linebacker is a big need for the Patriots. And so I'm going to go with – Zaving Collins out of Tulsa. Oh, I hate you. Oh, he's he he's great. He's fun to watch. He's, I mean, he's the whole thing. Like he's the whole package. He's it's Tulsa, so it's a smaller school. I, I'm guessing that's where you uh, you had him going a little bit later to uh, a potential favorite team of yours. Is that what? Yes. Yeah, that was. That was my pick. That's who I wanted. <laughs> you see, that's what – and I think more realistically he, he can go there. But, you know, it's the Patriots. Bill Belichick, he's never going to do the conventional guy as well. You know, like – Of course not. You, you could have a million mock drafts and you could have like, oh, this is a slam dunk guy, home run pick right here. He's not going to do that. He's going to pick three tight ends. And he, he kind of likes some smaller school guys. So, you know, Tulsa, Zayvon Collins – He's understand a first round pick. We'll probably go a little bit lower, but there's still two guys that have dropped that I was really tempted on picking. But I don't necessarily see Bill Belichick as a oh best player available kind of guy because I think the two guys that have fallen, if they're gone, 
you know, or he's planning on them being gone. So if they come to him, he's not going to change his draft strategy or his scouting. He's going to go yeah. get his guy who he I thought does very strategically and how exactly he wants to. And he's not going to let, you know, he's, he's going to get, he's, he's going to get who he wants, you know, hundred percent. And I, that's who I thought Jeremiah Owusu was. So if he gets taken, he gets, you know, a pretty good number three linebacker, in my opinion, Zavin Collins. He, he's fun to watch and, Already, Patriots have a loaded defense, so that'll it, he'll just even add to that. So yeah. I, I got Zavin Collins at fifteen. You have your Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I got uh, you know. Luckily, he dropped right here where I I had him going earlier, but I I was hoping that he dropped this low because I think that this is this is going to be the you know the best pick that Arizona could possibly have, and it's going to be J.C. Horn. Good pick. He's one of the two guys I was talking about that was falling. Yeah, I, I figured it was. I think I think you know, in my mock right now, I have them going with Nig- with Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. But if if JC Horn does indeed drop all the way down there, I one hundred percent see them going that way. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna pass up the opportunity to take him there. He's just too good, and that they need a cornerback. You know. Yeah, JC Horn can one hundred percent be. 11 to the Giants, 12 to the Eagles, like 13 to the Like, he can 100% be above 16, but he's there. He's one of the two guys. And now at the Raiders, if J.C. Horn would have fallen to him, I would have gone there. But I'm going to go same position for the Raiders at 17. I'm going Caleb Farley. He's a guy who is his – where he's going to end up is all over the place with his injuries, and he's all over the news right now. But he's – an article just came out. He's linked to – the Cardinals, the Raiders, and the Browns. And this was actually the guy that I thought you were talking about with the Browns because I think he would be a great fit in Cleveland. Really? He's, he's a big corner. If you want to throw him in that safety, you can because he's 6'2", over 200 pounds, crazy fast speed, athletic, great ball skills. And I think safety is what the Browns need. And so even though he is a corner, I think he could be a good fit in Cleveland. And that, that was kind of my thoughts, but I think the Raiders there, that's kind of like a Raiders pick, just an athletic guy. Like they yeah. like their they like their measurables and their intangibles. And the Raiders are getting Caleb Farley here. Yeah, right now I don't see the Browns going secondary quite yet. Um, you know, with the with John Johnson and Troy Hill, you know, and then you're getting I Grant did Hill I did forget about John Johnson. That was back from injury. Pickup. I did and then you got John Johnson. Brady Williams and Denzel Ward. I think they're really solid at secondary right now. They might they might go for some depth later on, and in case something happens to you know Grant Delpit, um, they might do that. But yeah, just right now I don't see them going secondary in the first round. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, they they're gonna go whoever whoever's the best guy there. Which mm-hmm. who knows who's gonna be. So there's one guy who I do not think drops this far, but he's still there. And I, I don't know if he goes to 18. So we'll we'll see out because I don't think the Dolphins necessarily need that. But that's not me to say. Who is uh who's your pick for the Dolphins at 18? I think I know who you're talking about, but I think I'm gonna go with someone ahead of him. Uh-huh. I, I don't like I said, I I don't think he's necessarily a fit for the Dolphins. That's not who they need. So with yeah, I don't know. You keep you keep talking you keep if if it's who I think it is and you keep talking about him, I don't know. I haven't going I'm going second, but I, I think I think I'm gonna stick with a Christian Dareshaw. Okay. Oh wow. OT from Virginia Tech. 
Wow. Okay. Over Slater. That's wow. Sticking with the board. I like it. Well, I don't, I, don't... We, I was gonna say we can kind of talk about these two guys right now because then I'm just going Rashawn Slater to the Washington football team right there. I think yeah. he's the second best tackle. Uh, I think he could. I think if the Panthers don't go quarterback, I think they go Slater. Yeah. He doesn't get there. I could have seen the Giants going him, but Devontae Smith was there. Like, he's just one of those guys that just kept falling. I was like, I I don't want him to keep falling, but he, (laughs) I mean, Darren Shaw, I think is number three, but I've, I think I have Slater above him. Uh, Yeah. Back to back tackles go. Anything else to say on both those guys? This just isn't a big, like, offensive tackle class, you know? It's just not like that, you know, like last year where we had like all those like offensive tackles that were e- that could have easily been home run picks. You know, I don't really see that in that in this draft. And I mean, I, I have them both going higher, but I think right now they can be so e- I can I think they can be interchangeable, you know, on how you pick them. I could definitely see Slater going ahead of Darishaw, but I. I don't know. It's just tough, especially being Miami, you know, with Slater coming from Northwestern. I just don't know. You got kind of that more cold air kind of, you know, <laughs> you're right on the lake that, you know, that football is just a little bit different than what's going to be in Miami. And, you know, weather changes a lot. So that's why I got, I got Darishaw. I mean, it's, it's Virginia tech. It's not going to be like, a, you know, it's not the exact, you know, kind of weather situation that Miami's going to be. But I think it's a lot closer, and I think that's gonna that will be just a slightly better fit in Miami than Slater will. But yeah, I think they're both just two guys that can easily, you know, you can flip them around, you can take one ahead of the other, and I don't think there's any issues there. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. But all right, let, let's let's zoom through these picks. We're now at pick twenty. Um, onto the Bears. It's your picks, sir. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. The Bears are just such a mess right now. <laughs> Have they done anything with Allen Robinson yet? Yeah, Allen Robinson is on the team. He they franchise tagged him. They did. Yeah, so they have a Rob. Okay. And and Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, they can't. I. I don't know. There's no quarterback that I feel like they need to really reach for here. You know. No, there's not. They they're a potential to try to like trade up but they're going to have to trade a lot to get to the top 10. Yeah, and I don't see them – I mean, they might take a quarterback later on. I could see them going just best possible player here. And I, it's not really a need, but I don't see uh, Christian Barrymore going much further in the draft. Yeah, I like that pick. I, I can't think- – like I said, it's not a crazy need, but I – I don't know. I, I can't see him falling much, much further in the draft. Just he's just a solid, you know, defensive tackle. And he's going to be for most teams. He could be an easy day one starter, you know, Chicago their defense. And I, I could see them going like that pick. I like, but I could see him going receiver as well. Trading up for quarterback or just getting BPA and bear more. I, I yeah. like that pick there. They like their defense. Uh, 21 to the Colts. I'm going to go with, uh, the next best edge guy that I have, uh, and that's Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Uh, I, I think he's the number two edge rusher. Like I said, it's not the deepest, most like dynamic edge rusher class that we've seen, uh, but that that's who I've got. 
it's a need for the Colts. They already have a good defense, a good solid steady team. They could go receiver here as well, but I think they go with edge and with only one edge guy, you know, off the, off the board. I think they go Jalen Phillips here. Yeah. All right. You got my <laughs> Titans. Don't mess it up. I, I, got I know you. who I want. Don't you mess it up. Oh man. I, I'm trying to think what the Titans need off the top of my head. I didn't get this far through my mock yet. They have two glaring needs. They have wide receiver and cornerback are their top two needs. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Cornerback. I feel like that's two of their better positions. Cornerback, they lost, like, everyone pretty much. All the, Like, Christian Fulton is, like, the only guy they still have. And uh, so they, they need corn. They, they lost to Dory. He's in New York now. Oh, that's – yeah, okay, okay. And then, uh, yeah, they cut Malcolm Butler as well. Hmm. So that and then wide receiver than he as well because they lost, they're pretty much started from scratch there with the weapons. They did sign Josh Reynolds from the Rams, but it's still a need there. Okay, then yeah, this isn't much of a this isn't much of an issue. Let me try to open this there. Where'd he go? I, I I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this name. Oh no, I don't like that because that's not my guy has an easy name. Defensive. <laughs> I I got the cornerback from Syracuse. Cornerback from Syracuse. Melifuanu. Oh goodness, I definitely butchered that. There are so many better cornerbacks than the one from Syracuse. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't even think he's a first-round guy. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> I like him. I like him. I've been seeing his name pop up more and more. And I. Ifiatu Mela Melifuanu. I. I do kind of know about him a little bit and I like him, but I just have seen so many other corners go uh, in the first round that I, I personally like more than him, but no. Oh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been seeing more and more. I mean, there are a couple ones still on the board, but I've been seeing more and more about him. And I don't know, just something, just something screams like this dude is going to be, this dude is going to be a problem, you know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm not happy with you, but uh, we'll we'll still finish this draft together. Don't, don't expect to get invited <laughs> on anytime soon. Um, <laughs> hey, you took Nathan Collins at 15. You took him for my Browns. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I worry. Even, worry even. Okay, the guy that I want, Elijah Moore, bring him to Tennessee, baby. I want another Ole Miss wide receiver, Elijah Moore, throw him in the slot. Him, Josh Reynolds, A.J. Brown with Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Give me that all day. Our defense is still kind of whatever, so we do need secondary. But I think we could get Melifonwu in the second, maybe. So <laughs> uh, he he definitely could. I mean, uh, I had the same problem with the Buda Baker a couple years back. I yeah. won him in the first round, and he dropped to the second round. And I'm like, okay, I like, you know, uh, yeah, it happens. I mean, we got Christian Fulton. I was dying for him in the first round. We got him in the second round. Could have got him in the first round. We're going to come talk about our first round pick last year. Um, moving to the Jets. The Jets, I would have liked um, I would have liked Darishaw here if he would have done it. But now I think the Jets, you just go get your quarterback, Zach Wilson. You get another huge knee on the offense. You can support your quarterback in a way besides offensive line. And you go get yourself the best running back in this draft. You get Najee Harris at 23. So I think for the Jets, that's a very good, you know, day one. You get Zach Wilson, you get Najee Harris. 
that's that's what I got there. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, all right. 24 to the Steelers, who are probably pissed because they want Najee. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't like this. I don't I don't like picking for them. <laughs> uh that, let, let's go to the very last guy. Um Yeah, I'm gonna go down to <laughs> yeah, um you know what <laughs> I think they'll go Kyle Trask here. They're going to find Big Ben's uh, replacement. <laughs> They're going to stretch all the way up there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. They need a. They need a center. And there is a very good center. I'm trying to see who the who. I'm trying to see who the center is. I don't. I don't see him anywhere. From Bama, Landon Dickerson. Seen it on my list. You say Landon Dickerson? Yeah. Where is he? At? That, that's who I was thinking. Okay. Oh, okay. They. I hate when. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there he is. I don't know why he's. So, they, so they... is that the pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That's a good pick. That's who I was. I wouldn't have minded that for the Jets either, but I I just lean Najee Harris. Uh, I honestly, I honestly forgot about him until you said something. But yeah, I don't know why they, they label all the, you know, got all the, you know, centers and guards labeled as just uh, guards all the way through. So I'm like, it's I'm like, like where is he? <laughs> so yeah, all right, Jacksonville. This this one's gonna be interesting. Uh, I could see them going a lot of different ways. Could 100% go running back. But I think they like what they have in James Robinson. I think they'll add a guy, uh, you know, later uh, the in the weekend. So, man, there's there's a few guys that I kind of like. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a cornerback from Northwestern. They had one of the best secondaries in college football last year. A guy who I will have been okay with you saying for Tennessee. <laughs> but whatever, we're past it. 25 Jaguars. Uh, Greg Newsom the second. Uh, I got him going there. Uh, Jag- Jaguars need a lot, um, but th- he'll be a solid pick, and that's a good day for them. Trevor Lawrence, Greg Newsom, yeah, good day for them. All right, yeah. on the clock, your Cleveland Browns at number twenty six. Now, I'm gonna, this this one's this one's definitely going to be a reach. Hey, but you got is- get your guy. This is personally one of my favorite players in the draft, and I think it's going to be one of the most electric ones, and that's Jabril Cox. Okay. From LSU. From NDSU and LSU. <laughs> they need a linebacker. They got a glaring hole at linebacker, and I think I think Jabril Cox is really underrated in this draft. You always see a lot of people, especially when you get to the mid to late 20s, they don't care about mocks. They don't care about that's what they You go get your guy. Like we see mm-hmm. it all the time. And it works out a lot of the time. So it's, you know, you go get your guy. All right, on to the Ravens. <laughs> um, let me see. There's a few positions I could see the Ravens going. I think I'm going to, you know, kind of go. I'm going to take the guy who I thought should have been a Tennessee Titan right now. And they have other needs, but I think they're going to go get a wide receiver, I guess, especially if Elijah Moore is there. Uh, he's kind of a smaller guy. So, you know, it's a little bit similar to the skill set of uh, Marquise Brown, but, you know, smaller guy can spread the field, gets open, you know, sure hands. 
but like they need more than just Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown, even though they don't throw the ball a ton. Elijah mm-hmm. Moore, he's there at 27. Uh, I don't, I personally don't think he's going to be. <laughs> I think he's gone by 22, whoever's picking there. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so uh, 27, Elijah Moore. You got the Saints at 28. I'm going to go back to back wide receivers and I'll take Bateman at. 28 god bateman i like him as well i i, I think he's gonna go above above more but he 100 percent could uh i personally just like elijah Moore, more elijah Moore, more uh <laughs> just with tennessee specifically yeah like, you know i just think he's a better fit there rashad bateman i would not be upset with at all uh if he came to nashville but i i like elijah Moore a little bit better there and i just Threw him there with the Ravens. Rashad Bateman, I like that pick with the Saints. Throw another thing. And that just leads us perfectly to the Green Bay Packers, who if one of those two guys were there, and there's a few other wide receivers that they could take, that would be mm-hmm. awesome. But do they take first wide wide receivers? No, they do not. <laughs> so I am not going to even bother with the wide receiver page in these rankings. So there's a few things. I think they're probably going to shore up their offensive line just a little bit, add another uh, – Add another guy there. So let me see who I want. If I could, you know, figure out this. We're almost there. We are almost there. Almost there. And we're going. That's the guy. I couldn't remember how to officially say his name. I wanted to see it. Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Tackle there. I think if he falls to 29, he's that's a steal. Yeah. Like he's he's very good, very talented. Definitely the next tackle off the board. And yeah, that's that they go that hundred percent. They could go some wide receivers, especially if the one of the two that we just talked about goes or is still available. They could, they should, they're not going to, but they they don't do too bad with Elijah Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right on with that. All right, you got the Bills at pick thirty. We're zooming through these picks. I, I know we're, we're I know we're over on some time, but <laughs> worth it, hundred percent worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're going best available player. I think the best one still on the board is a Z. I can't. I'm not even going to try to pronounce oh, his name. Yep, I know who you're talking Edgerton, about. Georgia. He's still on the board there somehow. I don't think they pass up. I mean. Edge rusher isn't like a crazy need. I mean, they not definitely at all, need, but they definitely need help on defense a little bit. But you know, they're in a position right now where they're solid all around that they can pick the best available player on the board. And I don't see that. I don't see them passing on a Z if he's there. Yeah, that's a good pick. Definitely not a need. Could go running back. Could go corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a good pick there for them. At number thirty-one with the Ravens, uh, made the huge trade with the Chiefs. Uh, trading away Orlando Brown, I think, you know, they, they could have done this at 27. They went, they got a receiver. I think they're going to go get the replacement tackle. And there's one other first-round guy, I think, on here. And that is uh, – I want to make sure I got his name right. Tevin Jenkins, uh, tackle from Oklahoma State. You know, he's he's a late first-round guy, I think, possibly early second-round uh, just go get a nice young guy, you know, get in that fits the Ravens pretty well, I think. Uh, so Tevin Jenkins to the Ravens and now Mr. Irrelevant for the Zach sports 
Zach Rieger, Aaron Crow, Mock Draft 2021, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select. I think they just, I think, I think they just, you know, say, ah, oh, you know what, we're not going to draft this year. <laughs> they don't need you. They literally brought back every single guy. Literally. I don't know what they're. <laughs> I don't know where to go with them. Like, I don't know. Their probably biggest need might, might, might be running back. I don't, I don't know if they really trust, if they really trust, um, trust Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette. Giovanni Bernard. They just keep throwing running backs in there. Would not surprise me if they bring another one in there. They could go Inte. They could, I mean, they could, they could shock everyone and go Trey Sermon here. You know, (laughs) they could go, they could literally do whatever they want here and it wouldn't matter. Um, but I'm going to actually have them pick. I'm going to pick the OT from Texas here. Okay. Uh, Cosme, Samuel Cosme. I like it. Something a little different. You know, you can never have too much, too much, uh, you know, protection for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And especially they hit a home run with, you know, Tristan Wirfs last year. I think if they're going to take an offensive tackle, that they're going to knock it out of the park, you know. Mm-hmm. I think if they if they want to you know even sharp up that right tackle spot, which who do they have at right tackle? Right, who's their starting right tackle? I I'd have to look. I, I'm not even sure. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'd have to look it up. I'm struggling. It, it's yeah. getting late. <laughs> yeah, but, I think I mean, I think if they're gonna pick anyone and it's gonna be an offensive tackle and they're gonna hit a home run and they're gonna you know they, they just don't. I mean, what do you need? Yeah. They won a Super Bowl and brought everyone back. I don't, I don't know what you. I'm here. Yeah, I, I, I'm here for like you. You go get some more protection. I could see them going Travis Etienne if he's still there. Yeah, at 32, just to throw another running back in there because Bruce Aarons loves just throwing running backs in his room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think what I think would be kind of fun that I could see happening is, and me and Jordan Williams kind of talked about this last week. Uh, Jordan brought the idea up, and I've heard it a few places now. And I like it even more and just throwing like Kyle Trask in there. Just get a guy late, you know, late in the first round, people get their quarterbacks. It's like, go get Kyle Trask. Who's got some upside and like, just let him sit behind Tom Brady for a couple years. And then you have your guy. Yeah. Quarterbacks first year with Bruce Arians. They have a tough time learning that offense. Uh, You know, he won't have that necessarily if he's been learning it for a couple years. So yeah, I kind of like that and kind of bring it back to betting. Cause we always got to touch on betting a little bit in this <laughs> podcast that the over under for quarterbacks taking is five and a half, rightfully. So I, I think I'm hammering and by hammering, I mean like kind of sprinkling cause it's the NFL draft. So you never like throw all your, your entire bankroll on there, but I, I think I'm going to definitely make a play. And once again, I'll throw all my plays out there before draft day or before the draft officially starts. But I, I think I'm for sure doing over five and a half just because I think if it's not Kyle Trask, could be Kellen Mond. Like someone's going to take a quarterback in like the late 20s, early 30s, just either they're trading in or the Bucks will take someone. So awesome. You brought, you brought up one of my favorite quarterbacks in the draft too, and that's Kellen Mond. I think he's someone who's going to be a real sleeper in the draft, but I think he can – I think I think that dude's going to be good. Uh, you know, watching some of his tape. I, you know, I, I mean, like him. He's, he's got a couple issues to work on, but I mean, that, that dude can ball. A hundred percent. And he, he's got a tough experience behind him too. He's been starting forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But all right, let's run through this real quick. 
So we have Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Mac Jones to the Niners, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, Penay Sewell to the Bengals, uh, Dolphins get Jamar Chase, Lions get Micah Parsons, Panthers get Justin Fields, Trey Lance to the Broncos, Jeremiah <laughs> Owusu uh, Karamoa to the Cowboys, Fonte Smith to the Giants, Jalen Waddle Eagles, uh, Quiddy Pay to the Chargers, uh, Patrick Sertan falling a little bit. Uh, going to the Vikings, Zayvon Collins to the Patriots. Cardinals get Chasey Horn, also following a little bit. Raiders get Caleb Farley. Dolphins get Christian Dershow. Uh, Washington football team goes Rashawn Slater. He fell. Uh, Bears get Christian Bearmore. Uh, Colts go Jalen Phillips. Titans go a cornerback who I don't want uh, Jet in the <laughs> first round. <laughs> uh, Melifonwu. Uh, Jets go Najee Harris. Steelers Landon Dickerson. Jaguars, Greg Newsom, Browns, uh, Jabril Cox, Ravens, Elijah Moore, Saints, Rashawn Bateman, Packers, Elijah Vera Tucker, Bills, uh, Aziz. I, I got actually like to see his name. I, I'm going to I'm going to attempt it. I need to like actually see his name. I didn't write it down <laughs> in time. We got Aziz Ojulari, you know, from Georgia, and then Tevin Jenkins to the Ravens and Samuel Cosme to the Bucks. That, that was fun. You know, a lot of surprises, a lot of things I wasn't expecting. I'm sure a lot of things you weren't expecting. <laughs> you know, that's why the, these mock drafts are fun. Uh, it's draft day, dude. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. Let's get it. Uh, so, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for listening. Go give us a follow on social media at Zach Sports HQ uh, on Twitter. Uh, Zach Rieger, my name on YouTube. Uh, search zach sports hq on tiktok i just started doing some tiktoks you know get, getting some comedy stuff out there getting some uh you know some pics out there just being goofy being myself you know it's a good time uh you can follow me on twitter at zach rigger 18 aaron you want to throw your twitter out there i forgot what it was i think it's aaron <laughs> underscore curl seven i've already changed it like three times yeah, so, you know it's simple you know just, just go to my follower or following followers and search aaron you know yeah it's pretty it's pretty much just aaron curl so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so everyone thank you so much for listening aaron thanks so much for coming on, thanks uh, for having me on. I, yeah I'll, I'll i take it back you know i've i've made up made it up with the titans i will invite you back on at some point um right, sounds good but, but yeah you know i i really appreciate everyone listening you know leave a review five stars you know whatever comment questions concerns t- tell me what i'm good at tell me what i suck at i can take it um <laughs> but yeah all right give us a follow thanks all for listening aaron thank you one more time for coming on and uh me on. yeah happy draft day yeah let's go <laughs>